Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. When I see you again. Greg, okay, the podcast back. I get it. You know, we took a week off. You didn't have to say sing see you again. We're back. We didn't die like, you know, a couple months ago. We're back. It's not that emotional. All right. Welcome back to the ninth minute podcast. And yeah, we, we took a little bit of a week off. I don't know. No one was available last week, which I was kind of sad because I wanted them to do a podcast, but no one was available and neither was I. So no one was free Friday. No. When we usually do our recording. But now we're recording on Saturday. So maybe we're realizing, oh, wait, we have some days to work with. I don't yeah. think anyone was free Saturday. To, <laughs> oh, no, no, well. no. I think no, that was the issue. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So but I mean, anyways, I mean, ideally we have three people here, which is good a minimum yes. goal <laughs> yes i'm I'm happy with you two you guys are calm and collective and not chaos like of course i'm lucas yeah it was yeah and we've got greg here hi yeah so if you listen to the audio apps thank you so much we appreciate you for your time and if you download it it's awesome thank you yeah we uh um, so most of us have had or half of us i guess have had finals yeah final exam it's it's uh, i mean we're coming up on the holidays. Holiday, Christmas. Yeah, Christmas is only a couple of weeks away. If, you, if you're wondering, like, like where, where have our streams been? Because, you know, we've always talked about consistency not really existing. Yeah, Christmas, but, it's not even a... It, it, it is literally two weeks from yeah, today, Yeah, from it's, recording, it's so. literally like, what, three of our guys are in university, so they've got finals. And then I have my job, and then Liam has his job, and Lucas has his world. I don't know what you really. Lucas mean. has his world. <laughs> I don't really know. You, you do 90th minute and you work at your job, but it's Lucas it's, is just in his own parallel. Yeah, it's, not, world. it's it's not easy. Like especially living in North America, it's kind of I guess harder to get people together for a stream in the morning because people are busy in the mornings and afternoons. Like Champions yeah. League, for example, right? Well, yeah. and it's yeah. I mean, bad weather we've had. Uh, yeah, that's the, true. The roads are awful. Oh, it was I mean, like an ice. Not rink. that that's a completely excuse, yeah. but it's and yeah, like obviously, you know, when you have full-time jobs or full-time yeah. school and things like that it's gonna get tougher to really get together but yeah. we're here and we're ready I'm to glad. talk let's let's talk football because obviously i like to talk about football we'll get into other fun stuff later but let's well, champions League. yeah let's talk about the champions league europa up. league as well it finally wrapped and the up the conference league oh fucking hell more leagues <laughs> <laughs> i forgot the league almost existed oh by the time this podcast comes out you'll probably know the group stage draw which we don't know yet we don't know now yet, yet. So. so um when is that 13th Monday, Monday. Yeah. so the thirteenth. Yeah. When is it? You guys should stream it. It's, it's like it's... five in the morning. Oh, never mind. <laughs> so, anyways, yeah, let's talk about the Champions League. I'll pull up the groups here that finished. Uh, everything is settled, even the game between Atalanta and um, what's her name? And Villarreal. Yeah, there you go. Those guys. Losers. Yeah, there was a huge snowstorm. Yeah, screw them. Um, I don't like them. The rune had to go skiing uh, with Zapata. Yeah, that game finished 3-2 Villarreal. Jesus. Yeah, I'm yeah. pretty sure Villarreal went up 3-0. Yeah. Atalanta attempted a comeback, but it wasn't enough. So, if we take a look at the Champions League right now, Group A finished Man City, PSG, Leipzig, and Club Bruges. I think I predicted that one. Uh, if you guys... I mean, check out our prediction video, but we did a uh, Champions League uh, I feel prediction like video a I while back. I say... I mean, people probably predicted PSG, but I want to say that was a lot of people's prediction. Yeah, yeah. We could react to that. I could just bring it up and just look at it. Yeah, go ahead. Lucas is going to bring up the video and look at some of our predictions. Oh, I'll have to speak it. But but we're, we're not really surprised with Group A, City, PSG, Leipzig. I think... So Leipzig down in the Europa League. Yeah, course. I think I did say that City and PSG were going to be tied on points. So I, I was close. It was close. Well, I mean, City on 12 points, PSG on 11. Um... Group B, Liverpool, Atletico, FC Porto, and Milan. Milan, fourth place. Yeah, the return to the Champions League was not an ideal one. Yeah. They did play well, and to be fair to them, they did suffer a lot of injuries, mm -hmm. especially to their starting keeper. Well, I mean, in a way, this is kind of like a good thing, because then they can focus on the league. They're doing really good in the league, so yeah, let true. them focus on that, try and win it, right? Um, it's kind of like Inter. Think of it like Inter. Exactly, like last, last season. Last season, Inter went <laughs> You'd think out. they'd be able to qualify for Europa, but to be fair, FC Porto was a good side, right? I'm pretty sure their manager has like one of the best winning percentages 
since Jose Mourinho. I know FC Wonderkid on uh, TikTok mentioned something like it's a 76% win rate. Porto's always just yeah. been a good yeah. team. I mean, they play in a league where really the biggest challenges for the longest time have been Benfica until recently sporting have come up. But yeah, I mean, he's he's a solid manager. Mm-hmm. He, he has multiple game plans, What's but it? he's also very uh, a very annoying manager at times <laughs> because he can... Um, Know, annoy some people. His name He's is annoyed. Sergio Conchechao. Conchao, I believe. Conchao. I butchered that. I'm sorry to our Portuguese listeners. I, I, I don't speak Portuguese. I'm, I'm Polish and English. And my Polish is brutal as well. He doesn't even speak Polish, basically. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, I'm, so I'm a fraud. So, um, but for Group A, um, you guys, I wasn't at the prediction. Neither was Matt. Mm-hmm. But, um, uh, so it was City that finished first, right? Yeah. yeah. PSG, then Leipzig, then Bruges. Yeah. Uh, the only ones who got that right was... Greg and Brett. Oh. Liam had PSG first. Was yet Bruges in third. I thought Tejon Buchanan was gonna be on Bruges, but totally forgot he doesn't go till January. So I'm I'm an idiot. As simple <laughs> as that. But yeah. I knew I had that right. I don't know. I had faith in Bruges. And then was it the same video where I got Red Bull Salzburg and yeah. Leipzig mixed up? Yes, it was. That's and you you were yeah, off I was, I was that. you were I, very I guess, off. I, I, I thought guess. you were actually drunk. Oh Jesus! I, well, I was not high. It's just my. It was a night. Um, but for Group B, the, your guys' predictions. Uh, so of course it's Liverpool first. Yes, Atletico second, Porto third, and Milan fourth. I think did I yeah. put Liverpool second? Yes. To yeah, be a credit to Liverpool, they went 6-0 and in their group. 17 yep. goals, 4-6 yeah, against. Really Only good. was had the faith to put Liverpool first. Yes. I don't like you, I Liverpool. See, I see. Hold that was on a Manchester United cup. cup. Oh, my. <laughs> but I, okay. none of you got it exactly right. I mean, that oh. was a tough group, too. Yeah, it was. Uh, who'd I have second? You had Atletico Madrid. So yes. You just had Milan in third and I mean, Porto yeah, in fourth. So you're close. I think I had... What did I? I had Madrid, then Liverpool, then... Porto, Porto then Milan. Milan. So, so you, you got the I top just needed to switch those two around, yeah. And My then um, Brad, and, Brad and Liam had Madrid, Liverpool, Milan, and Porto. Yeah. Uh, moving on to Group C. This one was tougher to protect, I think, but Ajax first, Sporting second, Dortmund third. This was a very interesting group, which I'm sure Besiktas. we all got wrong. Besiktas with only three goals scored. And they went, and oh, no wins. Oh, and six. No points. Yeah, they just they they came. They saw it, and we said we lose. Yeah, the biggest takeaway from this group is that Tormund are in the Europa League. And Ajax, Ajax was fantastic. Honestly, they were yeah, great. Credit to them. Those are two big talking points. Some people are saying this Ajax team is like, uh, team wise, better than the one in 2019. Yeah, Ooh. maybe how they perform, maybe how balanced they are. Of course, there's still higher quality players like Delit. Probably better than any yeah. of the center backs on Ajax right now. De Jong is probably better than any midfielder on Ajax right now. But that, this team has pr- well, shown they performed well. They there was one match day where they destroyed Dortmund. Um, second match against Dortmund, I think Dortmund were a little unlucky with that red card. But well, yeah, Al Air has been yeah, he's got ten, ten goals right now in the uh, in the Champions League. He's got it's more crazy. than Lewandowski and Nkunku. Yeah. yeah. Is, is he the first player to... He might be the first player to get double-digit goals in the group stages ever. Jesus. Is, it's it's only had one penalty as well. Yeah. All, so... It's it's very good by him. Yeah. Um. But for Dortmund, they had a lot of injuries. Like, mm-hmm. Marco Rosa has literally had... Well, Holland was basically out. The, well, he missed... He's been gone for a little bit now. He just came back. Yeah. But, but Marco Rosa basically had had no time whatsoever with the most ideal 11. Because... This team has been constantly injured. They've had to use many rotation options. Mm-hmm. It hasn't been ideal for them. Uh, Malin started the season quite slowly. Yeah. He's now starting to pick it up, but so many injuries. and Yeah, they that's... had a good last game. They just they destroyed Besiktas. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but... Well, I mean, the last game, the last match day really came down to goal differential for Dorman as well, right? But the thing is, I don't... Even if they came back in goal differential, I don't think they would have got through because of... Yeah, they lost to Sporting on the oh, match wow, before okay, that. Oh, yeah. yeah. So head-to-head. And big up Sporting. We didn't even talk about them yet, they, but, like, their manager... Um, Let me just get his name so I'm not... <laughs> so I'm just... Honestly, it's respect. been a good tournament for Portuguese sides. Oh, yeah, for so, sure. Well, Porto well, yeah, Europe, yeah, but, but know, it's still, they still did well, I thought, you know. Obviously, and it's a very tough group exactly. to at least still actually get out of there. Um, yeah, big shout-out to Sporting's manager, Ruben Amorim. He came to the club, I think, two seasons ago, halfway through his season. He was at Braga previously, and he literally, he was doing fantastic for Braga, having them do well in the Europa League. Hmm. Comes to Sporting, won the league hmm. for the first time in a long time for them last season. So, yeah. 
and then now is going to the round of 16 in the Champions League, which is crazy. It's not an easy task. I remember this guy having a crappy uh, gold card in FIFA. <laughs> Ruben Amorim. <laughs> One player I think is definitely keep an eye out, aside from Malaire on Ajax, is Anthony. He's really been starting to take uh, Europe a little bit by storm. Uh, he's really one of those Brazilians that has just a lot of skill and technical ability. I I, I know I kind of started talking about it recently, and it's like, oh, you just know him because of FIFA. But like, I remember I follow Ajax on Instagram, so I remember when they signed. I'm like, oh, this guy looks interesting. He's Brazilian. A Brazilian at Ajax. This this could have potential. So I, I hope he has a good uh, uh, season uh, going forward. Of course, Sporting have a ton of great talent as well. I, yeah. I'm sure we absolutely bottled this. You prediction. all had Dortmund first, yeah. of course. Yeah. Um, I. Don't blame you. Um, was Brett and Liam had Sporting in second, so they got that right. Uh, you had Ajax second, Greg, and oh. Sporting in third. Everyone had Besiktas last. So they had Sporting yeah. right, but I had Ajax actually higher so, up to where they were. Maybe, so. <laughs> uh, unless you maybe watch Ajax very closely, maybe you would have known. Oh, yeah, watch for Aler, who, honestly, 10 goals in the Champions League. Wasn't he at West Ham a couple of years ago? Yeah, he was at West Ham. Yeah. It just wasn't a right fit. Yeah. And it, some West Ham fans say that he wasn't really... It just didn't seem like he was giving his all for the club. Mm-hmm. So maybe maybe it was just wrong place, wrong time. Type yeah. Thing. Yeah. All right. Let's move on to group D. At, in first place was Real Madrid. Inter in second. Third, Sharif. <laughs> and fourth, Shakhtar Donetsk. Uh, I'm vo- which I think, let's be honest, we all predicted Sharif in fourth. Oh, I'm just waiting for the ad. To I, okay. I, I, I don't think Brett did. Brett actually was probably on something. I think, Brett, I think Brett... No, wait. Did Brett have him going to the Champions League? He might have had them going Oh, on. my God. He may have had but them anyways, going But anyways, yeah. Sure. Oh, go on. Uh, Sharif, they find themselves into the Europa League, which hopefully they do well. Of, they, of course, um, it's, it is different now. Yeah. They have like a playoff to do against... But I don't think anyone was surprised with the top two of Real Madrid and Inter going... Inter at least finding a way into the round of 16 after last year's disappointing run. Um and, and then but yeah I got a shot of Sharif though defeating yeah. Real Madrid exactly that, was, that that's like the game that really got them in like I mean they well, they, they, were, fin- yeah, they, they were comfortable but as soon when they won that game that was just that gave them finished, the motivation the confidence to actually they, they finished in, uh with seven points in their group I thought Donetsk was gonna do a bit better because I always hear a little bit of hype around Ukrainian teams so yeah and I mean gotta obviously have to congratulate Inter finally getting yes. out of their Champions League group. You've seen them under different managers, including Antonio Conte, mm-hmm. who he's a manager who hasn't really had much success in the Champions League. And he did end up winning the league with Inter, but couldn't really do much in Europe. Uh, did make a Europa League final and lost it. But new manager comes in, Simone Inzaghi. And first time tr- attempt at the Champions League with his new club. Yeah. And he gets mm-hmm. out of his group. Well, I mean, they won the league last year, and let's see what they can do in the Champions League now. I mean, it's going to be diff- They're going to get probably get a very good team. Mm-hmm. So uh, we'll see what they can do. But out of your guys' predictions, was. Yeah. You got shocked our second. I see. I had a lot of faith in Ukrainians. <laughs> it clearly did not. I, 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 I was on the sauce. And Brett got a perfect. Uh, Liam had entered third. He had shocked our second as well. And I probably just had you had Sharif last Greg yeah. and Shakhtar third. I feel bad, but oh, I mean, how... Brett, 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 Brett was a genius with Sharif in third, though, at least. So. <laughs> and yeah, uh... but now, oh, 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 group F, group F, the group that I was obviously looking forward to as a United supporter. Uh, it finished Man United first. You skipped the group. Oh, I did. Oh, I'm sorry, group E. Oh, the fun group. Oh, but... sorry, because Brett on the video wrote. Group e, F here. Oh, I see what you mean. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, in Group E, we had Bayern first. No surprise. 6-0. 22 goals. 4-3 against. Jesus. Yeah. Benfica in second. The Portuguese side. Once again, find a way into the round of 16. Well, not once again. That's it, That doesn't happen often, really. Yeah. Well, I mean, uh, I, I, I was saying because Sporting and now Benfica, so that's two. Usually Porto is like... Yeah. Uh, yeah. Usually Porto is always the team that gets into the round. Well, they 16. did last year and they knocked out Juventus, which was beautiful scenes. I loved it. <laughs> uh, anyways, third, Europa League for Barcelona and Giant Boys. I know I have. Time for your chat. I don't think you did enjoy it. No, one year with Zlatan. Uh-oh. Yeah, that was kind of cool. <laughs> Last year, you probably did hurt even more when you lost. Yeah, that was, that was, I didn't even want to be in it. I was like, fuck this. <laughs> um, but let's just talk about that real quick. Barcelona in Europe, like a lot of people saying that this is justice for Barcelona because of uh, some, especially Chelsea supporters back in the early uh, 2010s, 2009, around when 
Drogba, you know, the corruption and all that fun stuff. So what, what do you, Lucas, what do you think of Barcelona Europa League? Well, that statement, they're just, yeah. I mean, there's justice for other things like yeah. being crap. <laughs> I mean, they got smacked by Bayern. Justice they, they, for being crap. Justice for not signing back Messi. They scored two goals in the group. You know how bad that is? Wait, are you fucking kidding me? They no. scored two goals. Barcelona scored two goals in the group. Oh my God, they scored two goals and conceded nine. You know how unbelievably bad that is? That's very That's terrible. I'm for a club with the stature of Barcelona. That's awful. That, that's actually... They got smacked by Bayern twice <sighs> in that group, and they just... They should... I don't know. They... I mean, Benfica, big congratulations to them. Yeah. They, yes. they won the matches they needed to. They probably could have... No, I know that last game between Barca and Benfica, both clubs had chances to score, but Benfica, Seferovic, had the chance to just put Barcelona to the Europa League early. Right away, but he just didn't do it. But they, they got the job done in the end, and I'm... You know... Uh, we probably won't expect them to make a Champions League final, but if they do, you know, we'll bring up the curse. <laughs> um, but yeah, you guys all. Oh yeah, sorry. You guys all had Bayern first, Barca second. You know what's funny? Sorry, Barca had two goals scored, but they still had two wins. <laughs> yeah, it's one nils. <laughs> uh, but all of you had Benfica third, except for Was who had Dinamo Kiev, and all of you had Dinamo Kiev except for Was who had Benfica last. Yeah. But yeah, uh, what happens with Barcelona in the Europa League? I don't know. Um, it I think it's a good opportunity for some of these youngsters to continue getting more opportunities. It's true. Those players like Xavi believes can play the Barcelona yeah. way. And, and to, go ahead, Greg. Uh, I was just saying, like, there's Barca have to go on and say, well, we need to at least go on and win the Europa League. Now. But so Xavi only had what one Champions League game with Barca since becoming manager, I think, and that was a Bayern game. No, the, he. Had, I'm pretty sure he played the Benfica oh, one. Interesting. I, I'm, I'm 100% yeah. sure he played the yes, Benfica he did. one. Yes, he did. Um, uh, go ahead. Yeah, so. Uh, but who would have thought 10 years well, ago when Barcelona lifted up their uh, treble Champions League win in 2011? Was it? Tri- pretty sure it was a treble. Yes. Um, Who would have thought they'd be playing in the second competition of UEFA 10 years later? Or I guess 11 happens. Not many people, Probably especially not, no. thinking Messi would still be there kind of thing. But of course, he's not. Especially now. after that, you know, winning the treble in 2015 with the MSN. You know, it's Barca just has had a downfall. A lot of people kind of started to predict this a little bit later in the couple. Like people were saying, oh, once Messi leaves, this team is going to be nothing. And it's it's showing a little bit, but they do have a promising future. They do have promise, but they also, it's going to take a lot of work. Let's. It's going to take a lot of work. I mean, and if we talk about going back to me saying uh, they need to win the Europa League, they're in eighth in La Liga right now, like which is not very good for them. If they want Champions League football, winning the Europa League might be their best chance of getting it. They're six points behind Atletico Madrid in fourth. They yeah. they are four no not fourteen worse than that. Yeah. It's sixteen points behind Real Madrid. That's yeah. sad. They're closer to the relegation zone. I'm fairly certain than to Real Madrid. Yeah, by one point. Hopefully, Xavi can restore this club to yeah, what it used around. to be. Because yeah. that's what a lot of Barca fans are hoping that Xavi brings them back to where they should be. That Barcelona standard that we're kind of known for, used to knowing. So, of course, Bayern. Yeah, and then Bayern stomped the group. They're of course their yeah. favorite to win the Champions League. But we move on to the next group, group. F. Now your group. We won the group. We didn't bottle it. Man United first. With three wins, two draws, one loss. Uh, Villarreal in second. Atalanta third. Young Boys fourth. Credit to Young Boys. You guys had a good run. You obviously beat us. It was a tough group. Because of Jesse Lingard. But anyways. <laughs> um, yeah. It's interesting how this group ended. Because uh, we won the group. But Solskjaer is no longer at the wheel. Who I, di- I didn't expect him to get sacked this early. But it happened. But And good for you guys. You guys all got it right. <laughs> y- yes. I'm just happy we got through the group. <laughs> I can't see champions like football that matters. <laughs> Actually, this- I mean, you guys getting first is also very yeah. important yeah. because you can have a better chance of coming up against. Well, we could go up against Inter, Atletico, PSG. So some pretty big teams. Um, What do you think of Ragnik so far? I've liked him so far. I, I just think it's going to take a little bit of time for the players to get used to his system. Were you guys like good? today did you watch it i watched it um we were okay we didn't create enough big chances even the commentators were saying that united didn't really do enough against norwich they got the one nil victory but it wasn't the best of victories 
Picasso. Yeah, it was a good penalty by Ronaldo, but it like I think I think it's Owen Hargreaves saying it's just it's gonna take time for the United players to get used to the style of football that Ragnick wants to play and everything that's just the club's changing a bit, right? So it's just gonna take time for players to get adjusted. But I've liked what I've seen with the terms of the play style, you know, going forward and pressing, and you can tell there's a real style to the play now. Yeah. So, and I I really like what he did against young boys. Where yes, it was a one-one draw, but he used some of our younger players like Zidane Ball. It, it, it didn't matter. Yeah, the game didn't exactly. matter. Exactly. Ahmad Diallo got some time. It was nice to see him rotate. Yeah, yeah and, like Liverpool didn't really rotate yeah. as much as they should have for for you guys what, being five and zero. Oh, the fact but, that Liverpool what I love just, our, still was playing Salah and Mane. It was yeah. just like what is going Bro, on? Salah and Mane are going to the African Cup of Nations. We need Let's see them as much as we can. I guess yeah. <laughs> and you know what I like about Rangnick though. Every time he has a press conference, is that he's actually speaking football. He's actually like making good, good points about players. Like I think there was an interview with saying, "What do you think between uh, who's a better player, Holland or Greenwood?" And he just kind of. Differenti- differentiated both players and what they're good at. And it's like, you can't really compare them to this. I'm like, Ole would have just said, well, they're good lads. <laughs> <laughs> While like Ragnick does like an actual full on breakdown of the player or the player. And it's great to hear. Um, should we move on? Yeah. It's uh, Atalanta, of course, going down to Europa League. So, I mean, we'll yeah, see what they can do there. But uh, good for Villarreal winning the Europa League and uh, making it out of the group going on. Second round, 16th Champions League. Group G. This is a very interesting group. We kind of called it the Europa League group. because, But I'm impressed because Lille ended up in first. Salzburg, second. Sevilla, third. Wolfsburg, fourth. I'm Okay, I remember I, remember I put Wolfsburg in fourth in this group. And everyone, and everyone around me was just like, you're, you're dumb. You're dumb for this. Because they started the season really I know, well. I know. But then, <laughs> funnily enough... They ended up sacking their manager a couple months later, and now, currently, as of December 11th, they have lost five matches in all competitions in a row. Yeah. As they lost to Stuttgart today 2-0, it should have been 3-0, but Stuttgart decided to take a penalty yeah. and Penenka it off the crossbar. Interesting. But speaking of this group, um, yeah, none of you got this perfect. No. Um, only Greg and Liam got something right with the top two. Okay. As uh, they both had Salzburg in second. Yeah. Um, was you had Sevilla, Lille, then Wolfsburg, then Salzburg. Yeah, Greg had Sevilla, Salzburg, Lille, then Wolfsburg. That was the same with Liam. And Brad had Wolfsburg first, Sevilla second, Salzburg third, and Lille fourth. Well, let's not, for- let's not forget, Was was actually trying to say there were two teams in second place in this time. <laughs> I'm, I'm just happy Lille got to the next round, okay? We got two Canadians in the round of 16 of the Champions League for the first time ever in Alfonso Davies and Jonathan David, nice. which is awesome. Uh, Jonathan David, obviously, he's doing really well for Lille, even though they've been poor in the league. You know what's funny? You know, you're actually talking about that. I would not be ha- surprised if it's Bayern Munich against Lille in the first round. That'd be round. so sick. The Canadian <laughs> derby. I wouldn't, I wouldn't That'd be, be surprised, wild. actually, Let's now. do it, boys. <laughs> Jonathan David versus Alfonso Davies. Dun, 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 dun. I, it, it's actually something that could happen. Of I course, the that. groups would be out. Um, or the, the next day, the round of 16 will be out by the time this podcast is out, but you never know. Um, but yeah, interesting group. Um, I'm happy Lille, like I said, went through because not only they, they're not performing well in the league. And, and I think Sevilla will be a little disappointed <laughs> for well, them. Everyone, it's like Sevilla, back where we belong. The, to the Europa League. <laughs> I, I think they'll it. be pretty disappointed. But yeah, so, of course. There's a lot... And it keeps going on. There's a lot of quality in the Europa League this year. Yeah, it seems so. I mean, if you consider Barcelona quality and everything. <laughs> but, jeez. Jesus Christ. Sorry, but they're eighth in the La Liga, and they're in the Europa League. So Let's go on the Group H, uh, where Juventus topped the group, uh, Chelsea second, Zenit, and Malmo. So yeah, uh, I'm glad, one thing, that United cannot go up against Chelsea, I'm pretty sure, because they're the same country? Or yeah, they, yeah. Okay. Right, so basically, in in the round of 16, a team cannot go up against a team from the same country, or, you know, a first-place team can't go up against a first-place team. Oh, yeah, and, or someone in your own group. Yes, yes. And, of course... So, you, the- so uh, say, speaking of that, though, that means, like... Chelsea, like, it doesn't have that many teams that they can go up against because they can't go up against United. They can't go up against City. They can't go up against Liverpool. Yeah. So there's only, like, a couple teams that they have the group to go against. Real Madrid. That what happened? Comment down below. Hmm. Um, But you guys got this group pretty wrong. 
I think we all predicted Chelsea. Yeah, tell, yeah, me. tell me. Uh, I mean, I don't blame you guys for picking Well, Chelsea, Chelsea blew it. I think Chelsea Brett, really I think, blew it. I think it. Brett said something stupid about Chelsea. No offense, Brett. He still put them in first. Never mind. Um, But Juventus second. You all put Juventus second. All of you put Zenit in third, except for Liam, who put Malmo. And then, yeah, all of you put Malmo in fourth, except for Liam, who put Zenit. And, yeah, that last match, they really... Chelsea kind of rotated their squad quite a bit. Um, Saul actually played. Yeah. And was bad, yep. from what I heard. And Chelsea were bad, from yep. what I heard. Chelsea's just been pretty... It's their, I don't know what to say. Like, they're still winning games. They're still doing good in the Premier League. But they're just... Something seems off right well, now since, like, we were talking about them, like, a, a month ago now. I mean, they were getting tight victory. Well, they, they have injuries, too. Yeah, injuries, of course, to Kovacic, Conte. Jorginho was playing with a bad back today, apparently. Yeah. Um, right now, they're having contract issues with Rudiger. Oh, no, Rudiger, sorry. Rudiger. Uh, and Christensen, they don't know if they're going to resign or not. Mm-hmm. Um, Aspilicueta might leave at the end of the season. Uh, I mean, goal scoring. Timo Werner keeps missing. Lukaku yeah. isn't really playing that much right now. Uh, Havertz hasn't really been playing well, from what I understand. Um, so really, there it just hasn't been working out for them recently. They're every year Chelsea always have a bad winter time, whether that's due to injuries or just form in general. They always just were yeah, around of course, this time that's of year when Frank got sacked and Thomas came in. So, <laughs> so we'll see what happens. Um, I'm. Chelsea are still in the title race, though. Yeah. Um, for the Premier League, and they still made it out of the group, which I mean, they're gonna have a tough. They're gonna have a tough game, like like you said, Real Madrid, Chelsea. That's a very likely possibility of ha- happening. So I'm sorry, uh, Greg. Um, jeez, I just had a brain fart. <laughs> uh, I I am I, I think before we move on, uh, I'm gonna do a simulator here. I brought up the. Uh, Champions League uh, draw simulator for the round of 16. I like it. Okay. So, interesting about this little app, it has uh, old Man City's old badge. And here's the thing. <laughs> here's, speaking of Chelsea, that's what I want to say. Um, so, Chelsea can go up against either Lille, Juve, Bayern, or Ajax. They can't, Cause go, they can't go up against no. Juve. No. So, uh, their options are Lille, Juve, or Bayern. <laughs> so, hey, Chelsea versus Bayern in the round of 16. This is Wait, what'd you say? Did you say Juve again? <laughs> they can't go I, against I Juventus. I don't think this has been updated. This is bullshit. Oh. <laughs> oh okay, this is... Alright. Um, Fraud app? Yeah, it's not even app. It's okay. Uh, you guys keep talking. Get off that site. I saw the sun. No, because I'm on the sun, but also... I, I wonder Get off there. You don't want to be there. on there. <laughs> No, but um, Chelsea's moving on, and I mean, I can tell you who they act. I will can actually go and tell you who they can actually play against. But the it's, let's see if they can recover. Of course, they won the Champions League last year, and let's see what they can do. Found it was. Oh, you got it. Yeah. But no, is that that's the groups? That's predicting the groups. So they will. Chelsea will only be able to come up against Ajax, Real Madrid, Bayern, or Lille. Those are the only teams. And, I mean, Bayern is Bayern. You don't really, no one wants to come up against Bayern Munich in the round of 16. Real Madrid's playing really good, actually. They are, they're a tough team to beat, except Sharif can beat them, apparently. Um, they probably want Lille. And, Fair enough. I mean, that's probably the team you'd want. And, but Lille's a good squad and they're a good team and see what they can do. If, of course, like we said, you guys know what happened. We don't at the time, so. Wow, so I, I can't find a simulator. This is ridiculous. Uh, I might have found it. Boom. There you go. Lucas is... Okay, good. All right. So, we'll compare this to what the actual draw is. First matchup. Salzburg versus Man City. <laughs> okay. That, well, I'm not surprised. I mean, so, that would probably happen. Chelsea. Versus Ajax. That'd be fun to watch. Ten Hag versus Tuchel. Benfica versus Juventus. Juventus getting knocked out by another Portuguese team. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We got Inter versus Bayern. (laughs) Repeat of 2010. Uh, Atletico Madrid versus Lille. 
<laughs> I don't want to play Atletico. Uh, Villarreal versus Liverpool. Yeah. A rematch of the semifinals of the 2018? No, 17 Europa League final? I think so. Maybe 18. Anyways, Sporting versus United and PSG versus Real Madrid. PSG versus Real Madrid. Sporting versus United would be sick because Bruno and Ronaldo versus Sporting. Yeah, that'd be that would be sick. Yeah. So we'll see how that compares to um what happens in real life. Where's Arsenal? <laughs> you know, I, I I had to. Is that a dead joke? I mean I mean, if we're gonna talk about Arsenal, we should probably talk about Tottenham because Tottenham's probably getting knocked out of the conference league. Basically they are. Yeah, the, they, they had to forfeit basically their game. Yeah, and uh, well, was well, not confirmed at the time. It's not confirmed yet, but well, I can read out what was said. Go ahead. Yeah, what, um, happened? what have you, happened? Have you not heard about this? No. Yeah, here, Luke. Okay, say so it. basically, Spurs have had a COVID outbreak, and <laughs> it. I shouldn't laugh at that, but they are basically. Well, they had their la- They had their game on against Brighton postponed. I saw that, and yeah. then they also had their game against Burnley postponed because of the snow. So then, of course, the game against Wren did get postponed. So mm-hmm. or. Well, now canceled yeah. um because yeah they literally have 20 players and staff that have covid at oh, least wow. and there's a bunch of people that have to isolate um just in case and they haven't they i think they won't be training until monday or tuesday yeah and so what happened is on wednesday spurs said i guess ren was asking oh yeah like are we is this game going to still happen and spurs said yeah we are we're good to play so then they flew to london and as soon as they got to london they said oh yeah we're not actually good to play we're not playing this game so then oh, ren wow. was really pissed and then all this happened and now so this game base it got postponed at first and now it's getting huh. canceled yeah. so spurs so, are going to lose 3-0 and they're going to get knocked out of the conference so league. here's what yeah here's what That's the, what's up, here's what the official update was uefa says that tottenham covid postponed europa league conference Words Europa Conference League game against Rennes is cancelled. According to UEFA rules, Antonio Conte's side face being declared 3 0 losers, ending their participation in the third tier competition. Which is, I bet Conte's like, oh, whatever. But at the same time, I don't know if they have that mentality really. It's like, they really, Spurs, I mean, it's not as much as you should say Spurs this should really should go on and win mm-hmm. that competition. It's, I think they'll, it gives them a chance just to focus on the league and like and the FA Cup, I guess. So yeah, especially with a new manager and more t- less games in between matches, so it gives them more time to actually train on actual tactics and how they're going to play. Mm-hmm. And I don't think Spurs has the best depth either. So no. <laughs> um, but yeah. So less games. Just gonna quickly look over the Europa League as well here. Sorry, uh, Rangers are through for our Scottish supporters. Leon's through. Monaco and Sociedad's part of Napoli. Leicester's out. Legia got knocked out. Well, it's, it's all different, though, because, yeah. like, yeah. those teams aren't... Conf- the second-place teams aren't confirmed. They're going to have to play the third-place teams oh, right. of the Champions League. Okay. That's how it works. Yeah, right, right. I think that's how yeah, it works. It is. <laughs> but... And Celtic got knocked out, of course. Well, they'll go to the Conference League and they'll play... So, it was something we were talking about, so they're going to have to play the second-place team in the Conference Leagues, so... Is now Vitesse? Yeah. I don't know if Spurs. are they. Do you know if they're doing it like that, where it's just Group G plays the Group G, or if it's yeah. actually like a draw? I'm pretty sure it's just a draw. Okay, that, mm. that'd be really weird to do it like that. So they'll probably do like a multiple draws, so like a playoff draw, and then like the what if like yeah. team draw kind of yeah, thing. Basically. Um, but what was I going to bring up here as well? Um, I want to talk about my, Mino Riola. Okay. Because he's been talking his bullshit again. <laughs> um, he was, uh, I think it was, uh, let me see here. He was talking about Holland, um, a, a bunch of other things. Yeah, I, I saw, like, just the little thing saying, like, the mm-hmm. only English team. He's, he, he's like, Mino Real on Sport 1, on Holland's future. We have been thinking for two years. We have clear ideas about where Erling should go. And, of course, we look at what the market has to offer. I wouldn't be a bad agent if I didn't. It can influence a player with the market. And then I'm trying to find what he said about United because he basically, told, uh, yeah, insulted us again. Well, he loves doing that. <laughs> yeah, he, he he says something like this about Paul Pogba. We have many offers for Pogba, including a contract extension proposal from United. We'll see what's best for him. Pogba to Bayern, impossible. They're not paying his kind of salary, which, thank God. Yeah, there was something about um, uh, an interview with Raiola. He said uh, DeLitt was very close to going to um, Bayern, but work out in the end. Maybe it was Raiola who was the reason. Yeah, he says, 
Um, there's a great chance that Holland will leave this summer. We will tell Bevo B what our idea is, but no decision on uh, Erling Holland's future will be made in the winter. Maybe the summer, maybe the summer after. We will see. And Guardiola is like, when asked about Holland, he's like, Holland, next question. <laughs> I'm not going to answer. Yeah, see, that's the thing. Managers don't like talking about other players in the media unless they're going up against that certain player. They're not going to talk transfers in the media. I know the media is trying to get something, but it's it's a very, like... There's under, no reason. Yeah. But, like, I got to say, I don't really see... I, can, I just, I can picture Holland at Manchester City. Yeah, I can see him. At, can you, Lucas? I, can you picture it? I, I picture it. I don't. I, I there's a picture frame in my head. It's blank right now. I, I like what he said so you're about. Not, you're not thinking about anything. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the thing is, though, there are rumors that Dortmund are, are going to try to um, hope that they can sign him to another year extension. Mm-hmm. Um, because really, it's the first year of the new coach. They probably want to have. Oh. Some continuity with this coach and at least have him for well, actually, at least a season where they can actually play and have Mino Mino Real actually just put out this today, eight hours ago. I want to clarify the following about my interview. The four clubs I mentioned about Holland's future were just an example to say that. When he leaves, he'll go to one of the top 15 European clubs. Now Erling's focus is solely on football. There are no negotiations with any club. And I reaffirm what I said. I'm not. It's not a sure thing that he will leave this summer. Maybe... It will be in one after that. So, so he's basically saying, no, yeah. Yeah, there's no guarantee. Like, Allen is still young, and he's can still he's still making good money at Dortmund. Yeah. And he's, if he doesn't feel like it's a good time to move just yet next summer, then he can wait. He, he does well in the Bundesliga. It's to play in front of fans that he enjoys playing for. And Dortmund are consistently a Champions League team. I know they just dropped to the Europa League, but... They do consistently finish in the top four. Yeah, you. Of course, they did just lose to Bayern in a close game, but and they, they drew still, Bochum today. So, yeah, but they're they're still, I think, in second, right? So, yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, like I said, injuries just haven't helped them at all this season. Like, oh, go on and win the Europa League. It's, and it goes back to the amount of quality in the Europa League there is right now. Yeah, uh, I mean, if they're not. As injured as so supposedly Mino Riola said, "Do you know? Do you actually know that we almost brought Delit to Munich from Matthias to FC Bayern? We were very in very good talks. It was a serious possibility. Could you imagine that?" I mentioned. Oh, I'm sorry. He they, literally. I just I, said I sometimes that. space out and just focus on one thing. We're aware. Don't yeah. worry. But yeah. yeah, he he just said that. But like even with Dortmund too, like Mats Hummels, he's been making a lot of mistakes in the games this season and. We got like, red card in the Champions well, that League. That one, I don't count that one. That was bull crap. <laughs> but, like, against Bayern, he was in a crucial game against Bayern. He pretty much costed Dortmund three points. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, I mean, we're looking at Dortmund's lineup today. Like, uh, I mean, ha- no, Marius Wolf. This guy's starting a game. And Marius Wolf, I'm sorry, he's an average Bundesliga player. <laughs> he shouldn't be starting or being even a rotation option for Dortmund, in my opinion. Uh, like, Schultz is having to start games because Guerrero uh, has been injured. Schultz has not been shown he's not good enough to play yeah. for a top club in Germany. Mm-hmm. I mean, he did find out Hoffenheim, but maybe that was more so to do with Nagelman's system, maybe. And Zagadou starting is usually a kanji. Dortmund really needs... And better defenders as well. Oh yeah, they all, yeah. they've always needed better defenders, I think. But they're trying to get Adeyemi, the man from Salzburg. Oh, that wouldn't be bad. I've heard of good things. About um, him. they're willing to offer thirty-five million euros. Supposedly they've agreed mm-hmm. a contract with him, but Salzburg, supposedly, I don't know if this is true or not. Yeah, they put their foot down and said they want like fifty, sixty million. So they're pulling a Dortmund on Dortmund. Yeah. Uh, sorry, sorry. I I, f- I found um er, the what Raiola said about uh Holland and kind of United. So, uh, Erling Holland. He, this is what this is what Mino Riola said about Holland. Erling Holland will take the next step. Bayern, Real, Barca, Man City. These are big clubs he can join. Man City won the Premier League five times, significantly more than Man United. When he moved, when we moved to B of a B, we all knew that the next step was coming. So, Pizzi took taking a shot at United, but he's not wrong. We haven't really been successful in the last couple of years compared to Man City. I just feel like he likes to take digs at United. You're also a little. Uh, it's easy, well reasons like this. United fans like you, uh, you know, get triggered by his comments, and it gets more attention. Yeah, you got a point. Um, and again, it's it's whatever. Um, I I think it was Brett who was mentioning how Holland might go to 
united because Han has good relationships with not Leipzig, but also well, Red Bull, the whole Red Bull connection. Oh, Ragnick brought him to the club. Yeah. But like he was at Salzburg for like what two years? Yeah, so and plus I, I've heard Ragnick does also not like Mino Rayola, so I don't know. Um what else was I gonna mention? Uh transfer rumors. Uh, also, yeah, Anthony Martial requested to leave. That's official. After like, there's the point where he was sick for you guys. Yeah, and then after that season finished, just what happened? I don't know. I it's it's tough to say. Um, he played pretty well when uh, football came back uh, during COVID. Uh, he played well when it was basically, you know, no fans in the stadiums in that brief period and from like I think May. I don't know. He was playing very well, and then I, I don't know. It seems like every time, uh, I saw this tweet. It was from Bleacher Report. Happy birthday, Anthony Marshall! And he scored the goal against Liverpool. And some guy commented, "This is his only highlight. <laughs> this is the only uh, he scored some nice goals in the past prior to other teams." I just, honestly, I can't think of any others. <laughs> I mean, it's just like one iconic moment, and yeah. there hasn't really been too many iconic moments for Manchester United in uh, yeah. last handful. So he'll of years. he'll yeah. be gone in January, most likely. And... So you're you're saying with Dorman? <laughs> Yeah. What? That annoyed me, man. <laughs> Sorry. I was literally making a point. You're like, anyways. Um, <laughs> Newcastle, though? Anthony Martial, Newcastle? I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Uh, why not? Maybe go back to France if someone could afford him, but maybe Germany. I can see him doing well in Germany. It just. It, he obviously has the talent to do well. Yeah. It's just, does he have, like, the, the drive? The drive. The, uh, the, like, I remember Matt saying he was, like, very nonchalant. Mm-hmm. Or Marshall, and that's why he pisses him off so much. I guess, like, yeah. Just looks like a guy who it, never cares. Kind of his body language, yeah. basically. Which is something Origi gets, but Martial yeah. obviously has a lot more talent than Origi. Well, in, in the, I'm going to bring up hockey, Evil. the NHL. Like, Leon Draisaitl, one of the best scorers in the league right now. But a lot of people kind of give him crap. Like, he looks lazy at times. He doesn't, because of his body language on the ice, you know. And that's, I think... Um, one player I want to ask you, Lucas, about is Dusan Vlahovic. Yes. Uh, He's been getting a lot of attention recently. Yeah, unfortunately, I haven't been able to watch a lot of, well, barely any Serie A because mm-hmm. it's kind of been a mess with it in Canada. But yeah. I have heard a lot about him. Um, there was a stat, um, I think 21st century, most goals in the calendar year from players. Right now, I think he is second oh, wow. in that 21st century. First is Ronaldo with like 32 or 33. Second is Vlahovic with... 30 or 31, and third is Luca Toni with 30. Hmm. So, he has been incredible this year. And yeah. um, How old is he? He's only like 21, 22. Jeez, yeah. he, he's a young striker. Yeah. Supposedly, he is a very hard worker, um, absorbs information and learns like a sponge, and has the talent to go with it. So, really, he, and he, he always talks about him, like, he always talk, he talks about Holland a lot, and he's like, I'm, like, says like, I'm like Holland, I work hard, I'm, I'm, I'm good, just as good as Holland, and like, guy really believes in himself. Nice. They're obviously, a very good goal scorer. You just have to look at the numbers, really. Yeah. Um, um, unfortunately, I can't really talk about how he really plays because I, yeah. like, I w- I want to watch Serie A because it's so entertaining this year. So many, so many yeah. good matches, but I just haven't been able. Also, to. congratulations to Samuel Eto. He is officially the president of the Cameroonian FA. Well, congratulations, Samuel. You did well. You get my vote. Will it be corrupt still? Probably. <laughs> no. Um, but is there anything else to talk about? I think there's something I was going to mention, but I can't remember. Um, do you want to talk about anything else other than football now, or mm, I don't know. Uh, if if we run out of things to speak about, I'm good to mention something. Yeah, oh, go, go, for, ahead, go, go for it. Go for it. So, uh, I, you know, in Canada. Snow falls. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Icy roads occur. Yeah. Uh, and I had a, a situation last Friday. Okay. No, was it last? No, it wasn't last Friday. Uh, what was, happened now? Something that we don't know? No, you guys definitely know. Oh, okay. Yeah. But there was a situation last week where, well, first off, I was driving home from the gym. I ended up turning to a place by my house. Yeah. And as I turn, I bought my car. Slides and does a full 360. Luckily, no cars around me. Lucas is just showing off now. <laughs> but then, uh, then I drive all these guys home, including Matt. Yeah. And with well, oh, I remember. Yes. Yes. And the, yeah, I was just this. driving normally, and I go across this patch. Wait, of, what, 
this was the same day, wasn't yes, it? Yes, this yeah. was the oh. same day. And I was just driving normally, and our car reverses, hits a snowbank, it gets stuck. Matt has to push the car out. Mm-hmm. These two don't help him out at all while no. I click the gas. No, I don't. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I was going to get out, but like right then, but then you started going, and then if he didn't get it, I would have got out, but yeah. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, and then I ended up having to get winter tires because I only had winter tires on the front. Yeah, that's not very smart. Well, I had. Well, that's not very smart. Should have had winter tires earlier. I know you just got them today or yesterday. It wasn't yesterday. It was a couple days ago. Fine. Whatever. Yes. Yeah, um. But getting those winter tires, uh, mm-hmm. we go to this place somewhere. I think in the north side, like maybe by West Edmonton Mall or something. Okay. Yep. And. We go in because we can get a good deal there. Go in. Smells like cigarettes. Of course. Um, and we know we get our get the information out, get the stuff out. We have to wait. I'm there, waiting a while. Uh, and then I decide, okay, I have a bunch of articles on my phone that I need to mm-hmm. read through. Yeah. And I read through so many articles. I just like I'm tired of reading. I'm not reading through anymore. Yeah. We wait for like. Two hours ish. Yeah, and we finally get the car. So uh, it that was, and that, that was during the same day where Waz was like asking me if I could do things. No, like, yeah, no, I can't. I literally can't. Jeez. And yeah, we finally got the car. We go back in the car. As like we walked into the shop, not like cigarettes. Life with Lucas. I thought there was gonna be like something it, else it, to yeah, the story, know, yeah. and it just it kind of didn't happen. Oh, I was okay. I, I, I found you, fo- you were hoping for a plot twist. I yeah. thought like yeah. like something else was actually gonna happen. Dude, bring up the uh, something about the Ballon d'Or. I'm not. We're not gonna go into like who deserved it, but I found the uh, the votes kind of weird because uh, someone released uh, the the reporters who voted for the Ballon d'Or, um, or each nation that voted. The guy from Zimbabwe, clear Chelsea supporter. His first was Jorginho, second was Ronaldo, third was Conte. Fourth was Messi. Fifth was Lewandowski. <laughs> I, I just find these hilarious. There's so, a few others that were kind of weird. Um, the guy from Macau. I just recently learned that Macau is a country. I think I'm mispronouncing that. At Hong Kong. Esther, shut up. Anyways, the guy from Macau, he voted. I think he's a United supporter. First was Ronaldo. Second, Lewandowski. Third was Bruno. Fourth was De Bruyne. Fifth was Messi. And then the interesting one I found was actually Brazil. Um... He voted for De Bruyne. Yeah, he voted as a United. If you're saying he's a no, 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 because you can just tell he's anti-Messi, the Brazilian guy. He voted De Bruyne, Jorginho, Mbappe, Lukaku, and Neymar. Supposedly, from what I heard about this Brazilian journalist, yeah, though, um, he apparently just stopped caring about paying attention to football since the seven-one Brazil. I wouldn't be surprised because the, I mean, the, the guy from Canada, I've never heard of him. He voted for Messi, Lewandowski, like no, pretty normal. Um, the guy from Cameroon put Donnarumma in fourth, so nice. Um, but yeah, just it just kind of shows a lot how the Ballon d'Or is a, sometimes a load of shit. Yeah, like there's a lot of there's been there's quite a few places where they have Messi in the top five, but they don't put Lewandowski in the top yeah, five, it's and like, then vice versa. Which I I, just... I feel they don't get people who actually watch football to vote for this award, and it's like this is the most prestigious individual award in football. What the fuck? <laughs> but yeah. Anything else to talk about? Do you have any topics, you guys? Um, I brought a story that ended up bringing nothing at the end. That's no, okay. I, um, I thought it was like there was like a punchline at the end. You were like, oh, yeah, I finished my article. And I was like, oh, so something's going to happen. But it's like, no, we got the car. And I was like, wait, what? <laughs> that was me. I, was, I, don't, I don't know. That's, look, that's how I thought of it. How I tell stories. It makes it seem like there's something that happened yeah. at the end. Literally. After, and then it was just like, nope, we got my car. And I half left. the time. <laughs> it's like, okay. Half the time, it's just a normal ending. As life should I think be. it's like 90% of the I, time. I guess to wrap it up, I'll, I'll, I'll keep on the football. Uh, I did a TikTok at work, uh, the hardest position in football. Quickly, what do you guys think is the hardest position in football? Uh, hardest position? Yeah. <laughs> Goalkeeper? Goalkeeper. A lot of people thought that's like I, one of the easier ones. Because I... Go ahead. Okay, it, it, so you can go first. Yeah, yeah. Tell, tell me why do you think goalkeeper is oh, the hardest Goalkeeper position? was the first one that comes into my... Either... Well, goalkeeper because of the response as a professional, the response you get for, for from social media and stuff. You do bad, the hate is immeasurable. It's terrible. 
And that's the same you could say about a striker that's not in good goal-scoring form. Yeah. If you're not yeah. in good form, terrible. While the other positions, you get memed a bit, but it's, I don't think it's as severe as goalkeeper or striker, which is why I say it's the toughest. Physically-wise, I would say like maybe a midfielder. A midfielder or, or a, a, midfield yeah. a wingback would be like the like for that, like the toughest like that, but like, or not the toughest, the like the hardest or like the especially most a modern working. fullback but like um but like expert. but i kind of agree with lucas i would say goalkeeper like center back that's what, that's what back, i would say yeah i mean expectations wise it's strikers also yeah like you have to say striker because you're expected to score yeah. goals you win football matches by scoring goals i would say like a maybe a box-to-box midfielder is probably like the most physically demanding uh, you know, you need it so much very, stamina. Not only that, but you also have to be extremely sharp. You have to know your, you know, understand your surroundings. You have so many players around you, right? You're kind of every, stuck in the Every position yeah. is difficult in its own way. It's just... Yeah. It's just... Um, but I, I can't imagine... Like, I remember all the times, like, I'd have to play goalie or something just yeah, randomly. Nobody likes it. Like, it would be... It's, it's so it's, difficult. It, it's and, a like, position that many are very uncomfortable with if you're not used to playing goalie. And it's just kind of the yeah. thing is, like, if you're a goalie, you're a goalie. Yeah, like, exactly. It, and it's a fun good. position. Don't get me wrong. Uh, uh, if you're good at it, it's, 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 it's you got the adrenaline pump and you're making so many saves. Uh, I was, uh, I was, my buddy from work said left back. Well, oh, interesting because most left backs are actually right-footed, not left-footed, he said. What? Or he says because most players are typically uh, right-footed, not left-footed. Well, that would make sense. Yeah, so it's because hard. It's hard to find a left-footed left back. I guess. I mean, it's if in, if it, the hardest position to find that is high quality is certainly left back because there's plenty of right backs that are pretty good quality, mm-hmm. but left backs there there are less than. There's definitely less because yeah, yeah left-footed are less common than right-footers, and but yeah. That that makes sense in that sense, but in the way of actually playing the position, I want to say it's the toughest. It's one of the toughest to find a good one. Yeah. Um, anything else? I'm googling Alfonso Davies' footing. He's left-footed. There you go. That's why he works at left back. You didn't know he was left-footed. I, I, I was just double checking. You never know. Well, if he's playing left. Sh- okay, I get whatever, <laughs> whatever, man. I don't want to be. I don't want to be. No, don't. Okay. You went to two games watching him. You could tell he's left-footed. <sighs> Let's just wrap this up. <laughs> Anyways, thank you for everyone who uh, tuned in, listened to this on wherever you are, whatever platforms. Thank you for tuning into the episode of the 90th Minute Podcast. Not the welcome back crap Liam was saying, because it's been like two months now. How, how, we can welcome back you for two months. Welcome back. Thank you so much. <laughs> and see you next time. Uh-huh.